From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're talking TV From Suits to Supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black True Detective Bombed at Second Crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash Get into Geek, DCTV. It's another week talking about all the Arrow, Supergirl, Superflamoro-verse. I'm Ben. Mitchell, hello. G'day. Terry. Hello. This is week six we're going to be talking about this week. Um, it's been a couple of weeks, though, since maybe we've seen this. Almost. It's been, it feels like a long time since I've seen these episodes. So I've got to apologise for me. I don't know about you two, but I'm going to apologise. I may be a little hazy on some of the details on what we talk about. I might, there might be a little bit of... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's That <laughs> happened. I remember now. Yeah, so I apologise. That's okay. It's like we're all experiencing it together. Yes. You know, it's like we're all going to be sitting in the same room, Terry's going to reference something, you're going to be, oh, what? And you're going to remember that you actually saw <laughs> yeah, that. We're in it together. It's Let's have amazing. a hug. Let's have a hug. No, maybe don't have to have a hug. Uh, Mitchell, you're going to put down some time codes and stuff in the description, I'm assuming? Just in case there's still anyone out there not watching all four of these shows, yes, you can Madness. pick and choose and Absolute flick around wherever you want. if they're not watching everything. Craziness. Uh, well, let's hop straight in. Supergirl. Um, yeah, big flashback episode this this week. Mm. I really liked it. Oh. <laughs> In an episode that's all about Supergirl. Yeah, but basically. it wasn't about it wasn't about Melissa Benoist. Oh, it was the other. It was yeah, the younger and I version. Think that's why I liked it, and it was funny because I was hoping um, Jason, my husband, would come in today because yeah. he didn't like it. He felt it was a complete waste of forty minutes of his time. But well, it I is really a sideline episode it. to the big plot, isn't it? Really. It's basically Alex got her heart broken. Yeah. It's the end of that sort of thing, unless they bring her back, which they could. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it, it, it's not – it's one of those sideline episodes that doesn't have anything to do really with the big it, thread. It didn't. But I, I enjoyed it. And I also liked a few of the – there was a, a few Smallville references mm. in there, you know, with Chloe and the Wall of Weird. I got very excited when they said that. and. Like yeah. looks. <laughs> no, no. I picked up on that. I got excited too, yeah. Yeah. Because that, I think I, I was, again, like we said, it's been a couple of weeks since we watched these episodes. Since then, I've read you know online articles and theories and people are like, does this mean that Smallville or at least part of it is canon? Which could be fun, obviously. It's not different actors playing Superman, but it's cool that they're not only throwing out references as they have in the last couple of episodes to old Superman movies and the lore, but other Superman shows that mm. have existed on the CW as well. I thought it was cool. Yeah. And did you guys notice um, in one of the flashbacks, the mum, um, yeah. who obviously was Supergirl, did you see the book she was reading? I've since forgotten. Mm. It was it was uh, sure. Cat Grant's uh, autobiography. Oh, oh wow. Yes. I did, did not notice that. So that um, was interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Cat Grant. Well, hang on. How old? Because Cat Grant is quite... Well, she looks quite young, I guess. I, would she have an she, autobiography? Of course she would. Of course she does. Yeah. An autobiography, she would have written one at 19. She's yeah, of course. self-indulgent. Okay. But sure, sure. I like the idea that maybe Cat Grant could be 75. She just looks like a you know early 50s Calista Flockhart or something. Like she just, part of her enigma is that she's, you know, a lot older than what she looks. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a, it's a nothing thing. Um, I loved, just to rewind a little bit, I loved at the start that... Uh, 
of course, they don't have a car. Let's just take the spaceship. Yes. <laughs> Let's take the spaceship of all cars to take. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I thought they were incredibly well cast. Yes. The, the yes. two younger girls. Very much so. And, and not only well cast, those two actors nailed the performance. I thought I was looking at a younger version of Alex and um, Cara. Yep. Yeah. They were just astonishing. I think especially Alex as well. From memory, I yeah. think I really got a kick out of the uh, the younger actress's portrayal of Alex. But you're right, like both of them pitch perfect. And when the entire episode relies absolutely on these two, convincing you that they are younger versions of the two characters that you should be following in a story that should matter, like you said, rather than a, uh, a mm. sideline episode... I think they really carried it because I feel like I was in Jason's camp, Terry, at the start when they when they flash back. I thought that's fine; it's going to be a flashback episode. But then, after about five minutes, when I realised we were never going to get out of this flashback mm. episode, I was really pissed. I thought, "Why are you wasting my time with this shit?" By the end of the episode, I'm like, "That was a solid ep of this show." Yeah, yeah. I wrote down the same thing. I said, like, oh, "Well, well, I liked it." Terry will hate it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> How wrong am I? I you liked, liked it. it. Yeah. I, yeah, I really liked it. It was interesting, the, the, the fact, just how defiant Kara was at the start mm. about not wanting to use her powers and things like that. Oh, sorry, about wanting to use her powers yeah. because, you know, she's got her cousin who was. And I guess for her, she was older and was sent to look after him. Yeah. And then gets there and he's like 30 or 25 or whatever and getting around doing his thing and, and she would feel, I guess, well, pissed off. Yeah, eager to catch up and, yeah. and do her bit. Yeah, for sure. And literally can do just as much as him. Yeah. As we've seen in the past, if not better. Yeah. So the whole thing was basically, I felt, a uh, just a little bow on the end of the relationship between Maggie and Alex. Is that it for Alex now? Uh, for... Uh, Detective Hot now, Maggie. Is that it? Do we see her again? I'm sure we will. Yeah? Yeah. Does she come back? Is there any room for the redemption in the relationship just in time for her character to be killed off? Like well, that's, we thought. That's normally what happens. Just as, yeah, they, they rekindle their love just as she's about to die. Yeah. So I reckon that's... You think that's still going to happen? Totally. Yep. Mitch, you look... Like you may have another thought. No, I, I, I hope that as much as I like that relationship, and we as a show have said for the last season and a half that is the strongest relationship between any two characters, or the most tolerable one, uh, on uh, on this show. I want to say that it is done. I hope that it is done because of what they've done the last two weeks, where you had that really weird breakup between the two of them last week, that where they sort of thing. the montage yeah. and them having a drink together and sleeping together for the one last time, and then sort of almost saying "I love you." It sucks. We have to break up. The door closes and they walk away. And then for this episode, where you have then the sisters fighting about the breakup and then rebonding because of the breakup. I want to say that that is not going to be just tossed aside in three, four episodes' time for this relationship to come back. I want to say that we see her again. Surely we see her again because she's in that, you know... She's basically part of the DEO. Yeah, and at the very least, she's police officer in that city. We're going to run into her at some point or another. Maybe not as often as we should if this is a real-world thing. Yeah. But uh, I want to say that, yeah, the relationship's done. Maybe, yeah, we do get a tease and she is killed off, like Terry's saying. Um just to make it, you know, absolutely concrete that they can never get back together again, uh, which will suck to lose her. But if they bring her back, yeah, I, I just don't see if they can, you know, be friends and make that okay 
as far as a fictional show goes to watch. Yeah, there's not much really else to say. There's it's just a it was just a good sideline nothing fluffy episode mm. but it, they did a good job of doing it I remember thinking when Erica Durant showed up again yeah. I was like okay what? and I've, I've written down what the actual f*** is going on with Same. Erica Durant she's a FBI agent what the hell's going on they're confusing who who is this person Cara you know it's her mother you know now it's, we kept getting reminded week after week since week one this is definitely who the mother is in this show now they've recast her but then she walks out of the house uh, and... It was John. It was John Jones. Yeah. You know, doing his bit for that family, for his yeah. friend's family, you know, uh, and, and to calm her down and, and, and talk to her like a mother. Or, you know, the face of her mother, but the, the you know, um, the authority and whatever of, a, of an FBI agent. Very weird that she just comes in as an FBI agent or whatever and says, oh, by the way, we, we know who you are. We know that Clark, your cousin, is Superman, whatever. Anyway, tell us more of your secrets. And she goes, yeah, okay, yeah, so this is, you know everything and I'm going to tell you more. So she was very open about it. My main question out of it, though, was how does John Jones know what Kara's real mother real mother actually looks like yeah. to portray her to get, you know to put on that 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 mirage you know how they've got all those uh crystals with the information like the archives or something yeah he could cuz he knows um Stuff. Um, yeah, you know, he does know Superman. Superman. You know, they've, they've got history in the present day. We know they've got Kara's history. Kara's so pod's probably full of information. Yeah, maybe he has maybe. spent time enough time in the Fortress of Solitude. He's gone through histories and stuff. Maybe. I mean, that's, yeah, we're, we're trying to connect dots. I just, in the moment, I was like, that's just something for the viewers. Like Erica Durant, yes, we're throwing in her again. Oh, mm. John Jones, look, look at him. Oh. The doctor is in. <laughs> He's been looking after her for, you know, even longer than we've been aware of uh, and, and doing nice things without, you know, taking any uh, gratitude for it, you know, any thanks. So anyway, it's it's a small thing, but I, I just couldn't help but nitpick yeah. that, yeah. Either, they, either, as we just said, he got the information from one of the sources or it means something else, that the mother maybe is still around somehow. Yeah. Because there's been those flashbacks of her and... Hmm. I don't know. Anything's possible. All right, let's. Can we move on? Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about Flash. Oh God. What's wrong, Terry? Oh, it was another shit episode. Isn't that like three in a row now? What? Are really terrible Flash episodes. They're not great. No. And what, one of the things I have to agree with, all I can see now is um, the stretch dude as Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. <same. laughs> uh, and that does not help. No. It looks like he's wearing a prosthetic chin all the time too. Like he's got such a such an expressive face, which does help with his Jim Carreyness. But he he just I don't know he the way that he acts, the way that he looks in that role. Are just I'm I'm really wanting this guy to grow on me because season four of the Flash for me is the worst performing of the of the four so far. Yeah. I, crazy for me to say that considering how awful that episode of Legends was three or four weeks ago. But I'm actually really enjoying Legends the last couple of weeks. The Flash, though, consistently has been pretty Bad. underwhelming for Season 4. It's retreading yeah. the steps of Arrow Season 4. It's the worst of the entire series so far. But I, in saying that, the, the, the opening scene where you had Flash trying to teach Elongated Man how to deal with a mugger, and the mugger's trying to get away, and he's like, just wait a second now. This is what you do. This is how you talk to him. This is what you want to, you know, how do you want to get... I, I thought that was a kind of a little fun exchange. You know, the guy shoots Stretch Man, the bullet flies back into him, they have to take him to hospital now. Like, all that I actually thought was like was was a little bit of fun, but then the episode continues, and I realise that this guy still pisses me off, so... Yeah. I mean, they have some some funny moments in the shows, 
still. But it's just, you're right, the whole... I don't know whether it's the villain, the plot, the, I don't all know. of the above. Yeah, it's just that that doesn't seem to draw it all together. I did like the the Harrisons. I thought that was quite funny. See, I thought mm. that was. I actually wrote. I don't know if this is dumb or funny. Like it was a fine line between being really, really stupid. It was over the top. It was very stupid because they did that. Was it two seasons ago when they were trying to get another Wells, but they didn't have any of these clowns? Like they were just. That was that was stupid. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you had the one guy was like a Matthew McConaughey version. You know, he's like he's some rich. You know, they had the like Gandalf tycoon. version, the Gandalf the version, Gandalf. the Mad Max version, who ended up being the guy that they go for, the half cyborg. Yeah. You know, post-apocalyptic one. I'm like, what the f- is this? Yeah, it was crazy. And I'm not having a go at Ed Kavanagh for this. Like this guy is boss. Like Tom. he's amazing. Tom Kavanagh, sorry, Ed <laughs> Kavanagh. He played Ed. Tom Kavanagh. Like he was good in each of those roles. I think each of them on their own probably seemed like a great idea on paper. It's like, can you do a Gandalf version of of Harry? Yeah, this is it. All of them are great. Put him in a room and in a scene together. I just don't know that the writers knew how to properly handle it. One thing that uh, stretched to Fink- what's his name? Finkel. Finkel. Yeah. The rubbery man. <laughs> yeah. Finkel and Einhorn. Know. Einhorn and Finkel. Yeah. yeah, it's Ace Ventura, bro. <laughs> yeah, which is another reason why I'm like, it's such a rip-off of Ace Ventura. But um, it's going Ralph. He had a point when he said to Barry, you, you, we could have saved both. Mm. They could have saved both. Yep. He's the Flash. Exactly. Just be there and and be back. And I thought that that interaction was, again, poorly written. It was to prove the point that the stretch guy doesn't know his powers, how to use them, how to catch things without hurting people. I get that. It just was done so poorly because, mm. in actual fact, I was agreeing with him. I actually yeah, wrote you that could right have down. Done You're yeah. the Flash. You could have saved him and caught her. And so told off Stretch Man in the process. All, in the, all at the same time. So yep. I, it's like, yeah, you're right. Think of a better, more clever way to to show what you're trying to do. Like my English just then. <laughs> um, all right, I want to talk about, is it uh, DeVoe? Yes. That's yes. his name? Yeah. Yep. Is he from the future? Is that what's going on? Or is, so, is it something different? Uh, no, I just thought he... That or that's his power is, you know, he's, I don't know. Maybe he, yeah, he, they went to his house and he was just sitting in a wheelchair like a normal person. But yeah, five so, minutes before that, he was all... What does he do? Go down and to his basement and go, okay, okay, Dahl, put the prosthetics on me. Like, mm. But that's what I mean. I is it, character. Because what I'm thinking is, if let's say he's from the future and he's gone back in time to maybe change, uh, you know, the current situation for himself... Mm. Well, then there's a chicken and the egg, and we'll have to get legends in, so, so it makes sense that it's so bad. No, they'll, they'll make sense of this. Yeah. Um, or they literally are downstairs in the Dungeon of Lair of Doom or something, yeah. and uh, and they have to, yeah, like you say, quick, make me look like an invalid, and uh, quick, you dress up like a proper person. Yeah. And then, <laughs> hello. Oh, he's quite unattainable. Oh, I actually hadn't thought about the idea that, yeah, the, the one we're looking at at the end of the episode normal looking guy in a wheelchair is the innocent one so far and he's going to become the bad guy much like I guess what Savitar was last year it's like Savitar only became bad we're fighting a guy that's angry at our hero for what he will do so it's sort of this really weird cycle it's like well if you don't come back and pick (sighs) 
let's just rehash the same storyline. Yeah, again. it's hardly a stretch. No. <laughs> uh, I do like though when you know yes anything that's time travel related or something like where you see his little minion or wife whatever she is come in and he says that's the only way that it could be and she's like what are you talking about and then he goes oh, okay and she goes through this big two minute conversation with him to where she asks the question he goes that's the only way that it could be you know his big two minute monologue was about how he can see multiple variations of the future and like different forks going off into different paths and alternative timelines and things but he knew exactly where that conversation was going to go. Like, just just a moment where he predicted the future and then he had to basically wait for her to catch up to that future and then to repeat himself. Like, that just looked f***ing cool. Uh, it's before the screwdriver, but does anybody have anything else to say other than that Flash was shit? Well, I have a feeling, like, last week, Katie Sackhoff's little drug dealer character, Terry, was supposed to be, like, almost a secondary villain for this car- for this season, right? Who like, Katie Sackhoff? Oh, the, the weird drug dealer villain that was... Had the snake eye as a henchman. Yeah, and oh, was from the week dra- draining draining the tear ducts uh, from. Ah, yep, yep, yep. That I feel like she's going to stick around because she got away, and it's Katie Sackhoff, so she's got that geek cred and a Battlestar Galactic and all that other stuff. I just feel like this villain in this episode, Black, Black Bison, Bison. She gave herself a name. Yeah, already. <laughs> it's like, like you're what? not Cisco, Dale. Don't name things. I while I still didn't like her as a villain, she's far more powerful than what Katie Sackhoff was last yeah. week. Um, it was all very not at the yeah. museum. Is she a villain version of what Vixen is, this chick in this episode? Like, she just was able to... She wasn't able to become these animal things, but she was able she to give life. Move. I thought she was more powerful than because... Vixen. With Vixen, she just does the thing, and then she does one action, and that's, yeah. like, it. Whereas this one, she made things come to life, and I thought... Which she, is crazy, yeah. Yeah, mm. but it was very not at the museum. It was. Yeah. And they, they're very quick to get to the conclusion at the start with the, the giant panther or whatever it was that killed the first uh, victim. And, you know, they're just like, hang on, what if it was that statue? Blood sample that. And they, like, you know, do a swab on the teeth of the statue. Like, this is the thing that killed the guy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is that your first f-ing thought? <laughs> well, like, wow, it is I, Central City. I know Come it's on. Central City. There's some <laughs> weird shit that's going on in this place. But at least make that your third choice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's Barry. He operates faster than everybody else, you know. He's very good. He's very good. Are we done with Flash? Can we move on? Definitely. All right. It's Legends time. Yay. Yeah. So, Mitch, anything anything you'd like to start with this week to get off your chest? Uh, No. Did you write something down that you thought would piss me off? That's how Legends usually starts. It's like, oh, Mitch is not going to like this. Well, there's nothing written in capitals here. (laughs) But once again, I have to ask, why do they turn up so late? I don't know, man. If only they had a time machine, they could fix that little problem. Seriously. uh, What were they late to this time? This is the actress. Oh, that's right. Like so, she turns up and then gets uh, you know cast in a thingy, and they 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 know this. Helen of mm. Troy. So why not just go back a week before and just get a burger and wait for her to appear and then nab her? Yeah. Because then there'd be no episode. Yeah, but it'd make more sense. <laughs> why don't they start off like that and then be screw it up, which is really believable, and yes. then go, damn, we missed her, damn it. Yeah. Oh that, um, dear. It would still be on brand with legends that they screw something up. 
but it would be at least different. They would go, hey, let's go back before the problem happens and let's just fix it when it, you know, right then and there. Yeah. And then, then no one's none the wiser. You know, it's 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 all fine. Oh, if only we didn't. And then you Damien know, Dark turns up and foils their plan yes. to do it. I'll be like, oh wow, that's an excellent time travel episode because it makes sense. Yep. But. How the, how does Damien know about anachronisms? Because wasn't the word anachronism made up by um, Rip? Didn't he create the word anach- when you know when the this season started? Well, I'm not so sure, so sure that he came up with it, but he already knew what it was called. In the future, they would have that word because they're time. What are they? Masters, time. Lords. Which one's the uh, Doctor Who one? Agents, was it? Time Bureau? Bureau. Yeah. Bureau. People. But how would Damien know? Uh, so all of a sudden he just knows about anachronisms. It's like, hang on, but this is a new thing. I don't know. He knows everything. And he has he a daughter who's the chick from Supernatural. Did you did you, did you recognise her this time, Benjamin? Yeah, which chick is she again? Oh, my God. <laughs> she play, she's Jack's mother. Jack's mother? In Supernatural. Oh, yeah, but she's, I can't, spoiler alert, but she's no longer of interest to me. (laughs) (laughs) She's right. Spoiler alert. I don't even know who Jack is, so I'm not worried. Yeah, you're 50 million years behind. (laughs) But the bigger question for me is, are all the anachronisms, or is it just anachronisms? I don't know. That word. (laughs) Um, They're all famous. Yeah. I know the saber-toothed tiger or whatever, that wasn't. Famous. It was just a- no, but it happened to P.T. Barnum. Like you know, I mean, there's a movie coming out soon, The Greatest Showman, with Hugh Jackman, where he's playing a version of P.T. Barnum. Like it's oh. happened to a, a famous icon. You know, right. it's, it's either is a famous icon or it's happening. I didn't realize he to- was a famous icon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so again, I would have never heard of him person. unless this movie was coming out. And then the fact that Billy Zane played him in Legend of Tomorrow. So uh, yeah, yay for Billy Zane. Phantom. My- Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic. Phantom. Anyway, I, I guess maybe there are. Anachronisms everywhere, and some of them aren't famous, but maybe it's only the famous ones they're going to clean up first because they're the ones that have the most influence on time. And they have actually pointed that out, haven't they? They said, like, those, you know, glow, you know, brighter or, uh, or, or you know, have a, a much more of a, a heavier alert in their little 3D, sister, uh, you know, get up lights display that they have in the bloody ship. I don't know what the friggin' hell thing's called, but. You sound um, like Mick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thing, a thing. While he's chewing on something, he's always chewing on something while he's having a drink. Can't understand him at the best of times. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Helen of Troy, kind of fun, you know. Throw that out there. Men throwing themselves at her. She can't understand why. No one can understand why, but it happens. And gave a bloody good name to the episode. Helen Hunt. It's not Helen Hunt. It's a Helen Hunt. Yeah, loved exactly. it. Oh, oh, oh best thing the writers have done Woo! all season. Yeah, yeah. What did you guys think of the Grey and Jack switcheroo? Stupid. What stupid? And there was a mistake. I I see. I viewed it as a mistake. So right. when they switched, Gray, who is actually Jax, he put his glasses on. But if he's Jax, who doesn't wear glasses, why did he put his glasses on? Habit. Wait, which but which? But it wouldn't be habit because he's Jax. What? And Jax doesn't have the habit. Oh, sorry, Gray's body. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but he Gray's- wouldn't be able to see. He made mention plenty of times about how his body's busted and he has to go to the toilet every 10 minutes. Oh, it is there, yeah, like, personality but, in there, isn't it? Maybe, yeah. but I still sort of felt, well, Jack's personality wouldn't have just automatically gone, oh, yeah, I have glasses now, I'm going to put my glasses on. Do you on. think he would have more likely have gone, why can't I see? Yeah. And then Jack's would have handed him the glasses yes. or 
great with anything with us. To me, that would have made more sense. Yeah, it's fair enough. Like yeah, I, I thought the things that went on, it was it was a bit like the multiple Harrys thing. I think it was a good idea on paper and in pre-production, but the actual execution of it wasn't great. This was better than the multiple Harrys thing for me mm. because of uh, the way that they did interpret each other's acting. Like where you have Victor Garber playing a young to mid-20-something African-American bloke and putting on those mannerisms and the language and the inflections, he was very good. And then in turn, Franz Drama... I don't know how to pronounce his, his name properly, uh, the guy who plays Jax, then pretending to be Victor Garber and talking very old and very mm. particular and announcing you know every particular letter in a word. I thought he was really good. Both of them were great. Yeah. Opposite one another, and I, so I do like those body swap, uh, you know, episodes in in sci-fi. And our sideshow get into well. gate, yeah. They had, on a Stargate <laughs> episode that we recently watched for uh, Forget in the Gate, there was a body swap episode, and it was very good because of the way the actors were able to impersonate one another. But I just think some, how long it dragged on for, and it kind of went nowhere for most of it. For me, the best part about it was, I forget which character's reaction, but when they walked in the room and whoever realised, it might have been Steel Man, he's like, oh, oh you're him and, and and you're him. Oh, and he's just laughing. And like, every, It wasn't even weird to everyone because they're on a time machine. They travel around, you know, picking up saber-toothed tigers and, and you know, Helen of Troys throughout time. <laughs> that sort of thing is like as close to normal as they can possibly get. Yeah. So I liked his reaction and I liked their impersonations, but... Otherwise, it was like, did it have to be there for that long? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And does Dark really have to be in it again? Mm. Well, we do like the actor. Um, I, I want to know what what he's doing and how he's doing it. How, how has he got all these powers and mm. stuff like that? Because he, he was never been able to go through time before, has he? No. So what's, what's up? It's genetics, mate. If he's able to use the force, genetically his daughter is a time traveller and enables him to do that, so... Yeah. Makes perfect sense to me. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> Jesus. Don't forget the end of the episode. The best part. <laughs> What's the best part? Where they took Helen because she didn't want to go back to Troy because she was sick of men fighting over her and blah, blah, blah. So oh, they decided to, Wonder- to take her. <laughs> to Wonder Woman land. Yes. <laughs> it's very exciting. I'm like, oh my god, they got to take it to Themyscira. It's Themyscira, isn't it? It's Themyscira. That's the place. Isn't there a boat on the beach there now? The boat was oddly absent. No, it's not the same island. What boat? So now you can go to Greece and there's an island with a boat that's shipwrecked. It's a famous beach. And it's that beach, I think, was in the shot, but it's oddly missing. Because there's no boat on Themyscira. That's right. And if it was, it would have been men washed up and dead. <laughs> I, I, I wrote again down. I was like, it's totally another girl power episode. Because the girls went in and were, were they in a car and they rescued her and shit and drove off? Oh, and... uh, yeah, they did. But I, I didn't view that episode that way. Like the flash one the week before yeah. was just, uh, I didn't see this episode as over no. overtly. Yeah, girl power. Yeah. Yeah, it was less sort of you're looking towards the camera going, hi, audience, I'm a girl, she's a girl, and she's a girl. We're girls, and we're going to go and do a girl's mission because this is girl power. Yeah, we got this. This was just, they just did it. Like, it was yeah. like they just happened to be the only characters around to go, oh, well, we need to do this, and we're the only ones here, let's go. Yeah, it Which wasn't is what in the your Flash face. was pretending like it was, but it was just, 
Yeah. Well, I don't know about you two. I'm, I'm, I'm only assuming, Terry, that you're not with your girlfriends and go, hey, girl power, hands in. Woo! No. Like, I'm assuming as a man on the outside, that's not actually what women do. We don't. And I dare say <laughs> a bloody man wrote that episode last week in The Flash. So, shit ass. <laughs> shit ass. <laughs> to borrow Ben. I'm sorry, Ben. I had to do it. Uh, but, yeah, this episode, that was better. Yes. Like that. It was. Well, Much better done. Good timing because we we're uh, almost at our... Ooh. Ten minute warning point. Any further notes on this? I'll oh, just a shout out to Mick being Mick. I think just looking at Helen of Troy and someone might have said, you know, what's the big deal or whatever, and then he said, I do her. <laughs> <laughs> like just in a in a sort of semi girl power episode, you've just got the most sort of boganish, sort of chauvinistic man in the cast going, Yeah, I'd have sex with that. And it's like, I thought that was kind of funny. Sue me. But I thought that was kind of funny. Was she that good, Terry? No. 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 I didn't think so. No, she was I mean, she's certainly attractive. She was attractive. But for people to be going... I I actually thought the actress that um, Grey was in love with, the one that was on his list, I've forgotten her name, I thought she Mm. was more attractive. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Mitchell, yeah. Mitchell agrees. <laughs> From memory. <laughs> From memory. I've watched that scene a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to... Oh, it's Arrow. Arrow. There we go. Um, well, big Slade flashbacks episode. Mm. And he's had a lot of time after the island. It was excellent. Just seeing what happened and how his rage occurred for Oliver. It was, it was the best. <laughs> yeah, like just dormant too. The, the whole Mirakuri thing. Like I was, I was really spaced out about where it fell on the timeline because you know, it was like you know five years ago and eight years ago and then four years ago and all these other things up until uh, I guess it, it brings us into line with the beginning of season one of Arrow when he saw that Oliver had survived. But the fact that the Mirakuri, like as far as we're led to believe from season two, had in, been infecting him since the island. I'm like, where is that? But then right at the end, where Shadow, who was tormenting him, and that was some really f***ed up scenes, like going, you know, kill them all, you know. And it just unleashed the Mirakuru or something. Now, whether or not you buy into that, whatever. But when he went on that mad rampage and was covered in blood by the end of it, it was like, hey, man, Deathstroke, look the f*** out. <laughs> yeah, he was just, uh, wow, it was so good. But I, I, I did enjoy, because we've talked about what they're going to do this year as far as flashbacks goes. And and essentially, they've ditched the flashbacks, really. Mm. Uh, as far as the format of the first, was it five seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Went, it's, um, it's gone. But they've still managed to put in flashbacks in episodes where it suits. And this was just great to see, you know, what happened, why he was angry, what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't think we ever discussed in one of our options... Flashbacks still happening, but flashbacks to other characters. Mm. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I wish he'd killed his son in one of the flashbacks, though, and just saved us the trouble from having him in the present day. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't like the episode? I mean, he was a no, no, I didn't mind the episode, but I just couldn't stand his son's character. Like, I'm the leader, Dad, and I saw you kill back then, and I'm really, I'm an angry son because you abandoned me. F off, mate. 
off. Like, he has no place being in the same family as Manu Bennett's death stroke. I just wow. think of a shit about that son wow. at all. Wow. You want to be his son, don't you? Wow. I think he <laughs> That's what this is all about. Really? It's pure jealousy, Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, uh, just, I don't know whether it was overacting or uh, maybe it was perfect. Maybe it's a bit like, you know, we see with cinemas, you know, Star Wars, The Last Jedi is coming out and... You've hey, got, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, just, you've seen Force Awakens. Skin. You're right, you've seen Force Awakens. Sure. Kylo Ren's a little whiny little bitch. Sure. But the actor is very good at making that. That's who the character is. It's not like yeah. he's portraying the character poorly. Not like he's, he's Anakin. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I found that's how the son was. It was, just, it was just too whiny. I didn't buy him being this. Well, the bit that I didn't buy is how um, Deathstroke and Oliver can't stop him and he gets away that was just a bit shit there was a little bit of that at the end where he threw that smoke bomb down and then Manu uh, f- smoke bomb. It's, like, <laughs> it's okay he's gone and I'm like but run after him then yeah like you're Deathstroke and he's the green goddamn arrow I'm pretty sure you can at least track him yeah you're something he's probably anything. 12 metres away anything <laughs> how fast could he have gone I don't know oh man like to think that happened what in Three was it at least two episodes this week, or, or were you saying there was a third one? Like, if you're watching them back to back to back, like we sometimes do, that's a really annoying trait these shows repeat. Ah, oh, they got away. Mm. You're a hero, chase them. No, no, you're a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, those two weren't. To be fair, no, that's yeah, that's the that's the most acceptable show to have someone get away. Of the four, yeah, but not when not the proximity that that guy was at. Like, <laughs> so we had three things on the go, right? We had um, Oliver and um, uh, Deathstroke yep. doing their thing in real life. We had Deathstroke's flashbacks, which were cool, and we also had uh, Diggle mm. having to come clean to the team. Yeah, which was I thought excellent that they didn't drag it on and on and on because it could have been all the way to the end of the season, really, yeah. if they'd wanted to, and had him screw something up monumental. But no, he's come clean straight away. Mm. So, really good. Um, does Oliver know? I can't remember. He wouldn't have told Oliver yet, right? No, Oliver no. doesn't know. I think the only time he was going to tell Oliver was just before Oliver asked him to become the Green Arrow. But he'd tell him now, though, right? I would hope so, yeah. The rest of the team, no. Otherwise, the rest of the team would be hiding it from Oliver. Yeah. Unless that's a thing. Mm. Oh, that's not good. Secrets. (laughs) The rest of the team gets to hide a secret from Oliver. Oh, how the tables have turned. (laughs) (laughs) And when's he going to become Green Arrow again? I mean, we're week six. In two weeks, it's the crossover. I dare imagine that Oliver will once again be the Green Arrow by the crossover, if or during... If not beforehand, I'm, but he's I, not been the Green Arrow for f-ing he ages hasn't, now. He hasn't. But I actually wrote. So I've written nothing for Arrow except be, you know how we're doing the best and the worst thing. Hmm. All right, best Oliver fight hey, scene hey, hey, outside. Hey, 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 so, so the fact that they have this entire fight scene in this episode with Oliver, I think that is our lead-in to him going back to being the Green Arrow because that was a full-on fight scene. Do you, you don't remember in that episode? He was just wading through all the henchmen, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was just... And that was pure Green Arrow stuff. Mm. So I think that that's the lead-in for... Um, yeah, but, I mean, he also busted into the club and saved Felicity that one time as well. And 
you know, had a mask on a few weeks back when she was trying to get information out of someone. Yeah, but it was just like one thing. I know. I sort of feel like that this He hasn't is... lost his skills. Everyone knows he's still badass. No, but he was definitely being Green Arrow in that episode when mm. he was with... Um, so you think, what, that he's going to go back, the team's going to say Diggle's all screwed up and he's going to have to... Well, Diggle did say it's degenerative, right, and you know, unable to cure it. So eventually Diggle's going to be crippled. Yeah, and because they got rid of the, the drugs and stuff, didn't they, in yeah. the episode? Yeah, the drugs are all gone. Yeah. Well, that, that version of it, at least, anyway. Yep. But then Mr. Terrific said, well, hang on, man, I'll make her walk. Yes. Surely yes. I can do something for you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, yeah, and you've got Star Labs. Yeah. And about 50 Harrisons if you want them. <laughs> Come on, dude. You've got you've got connections. Yeah. You can cure some shit. Hey, what about a time machine? Ah. It's calling. Them. Maybe that's the crossover episodes. It's like four episodes. They're all trying to save Diggle. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in real time. Yeah. Like it's oh. a four-hour surgery. Imagine. <laughs> imagine you had to have four TVs and you had to play them all at once. Oh, imagine that. All from different <laughs> angles, different sound. Oh, oh my God. No, it was a one soundtrack with four different angles. They could do it all on one screen, split screen. You probably don't need four TVs, do you? Look at you. The <laughs> cogs in your head just then. <laughs> oh, man. That I was... can't wait for the freaking crossover. <laughs> and I hope it's not a shit crossover like last time. Uh, freaking, let's fight on the roof, all of us, and then Barry runs around and Supergirl runs around the entire planet in five seconds. But we'll still have a battle, which means nothing. <laughs> shit house. If they do that again, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not going to watch any more DC. No, I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> I like how often you say that just to see how long you can wait for you. No, yeah. I'm just joking. Oh, no. I'll never do it. Any further notes? <laughs> it was the end of the episode for me that I, d- I just was watching it maybe differently than I've ever watched before when you had Diggle and his missus. You know, he comes home and she's like, oh, so, you know, he's, he's told her in the previous scene together that he's got this hand problem. He's so sorry. She walked out. She's like, I can't talk to you right now. You know, he, he he's let her down as well as let the team down. She's there waiting for him at home and he has come home from the mission. She's like, I've seen on the news, you know, the, the, the lab's destroyed. You obviously stopped his operations. And he goes, look, to be honest, you know, I was going to grab as many drugs as I could carry. Um, but I realised I had to man up, I'm going to have to tell the team, or I did tell the team, whichever order it was. But I'm just looking at her, and she's wearing, like, her pyjamas. You know, she's got some long sort of flanny pants on or whatever, just like a, you know, big T-shirt. She's laying there on the couch, you know, just watching TV or whatever. Their child is asleep. Like, they live in a pretty nice apartment in this city. I'm like, you are the head of Argus. Like this super secret, like anti-meta superhero bureau thing that's sometimes bad, sometimes good. He is a a felon. Like he's he's a vigilante working against the law for a superhero team. And I don't know. They've got this child. Like I'm like how how I don't even believe. Like at the same time, I was like, how are you even at home as his wife? Like she's the head of Argus, but she still works normal hours. Like she's I don't know. I just I just found their whole family dynamic so weird. Like at different points or another, the 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 concerns around the fact that this kid might be left without a parent, or or a child in this show might be left without their significant parent because of the actions of what these characters do, is brought up. That is why Arrow isn't the Arrow anymore. That's why Oliver is only the mayor, because he's worried about leaving his son an orphan. He doesn't want to do that. He's already lost his mother, so he has given up being the Green Arrow. But Diggle has never really had that 
conversation with himself for too long for it to matter. She's the head of Argus. There's some serious shit always happening with her. They're fighting against giant crocodiles. There's all kinds of meta shit going on. Bad guys and good guys want to, you know, just break into Argus, kill the agents of Argus, whatever. But hell, within their own agency, they have corrupt agents that want to take over the joint, whatever. Barry even broke in there. Barry, once. yeah. Like, it is all kinds of weird shit happening to this one family. And I don't ever feel any great concern for this kid. That's like. Oh, come here, Junior. You know, they're hugging him on the couch and stuff. It's not like, should we really be doing this as a family? Like, you've already got a dangerous job. I should probably stay at home. You know, like, that's what maybe he could say to her is that he could, like, she's got to do her job. She at least works in a legitimate job for a government agency. As black as it might be, she works for an established thing. He's He is a criminal. Yeah. I don't know. I just found it really weird watching that scene at the end maybe more intently than I ever have before, that it's just such a really weird family dynamic in the Diggle household. But what if it was like 11 o'clock at night? That's why she was in her PJs. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, But even that, I'm like, she just looks so normal. She looked like a wife sitting at home waiting for her husband. Just yeah. any normal family, whether they, you know, whether they, they could be, they could be tradies, you know, they could be doctors, they could be, Vigilantes and government agents. Like, I don't know. I just found the whole scene. It was just really. I get what you mean. Uh, I, I, I didn't detract from the episode. Don't get me wrong. It just, it it just struck me differently. I don't know. I do see what Terry says as well. Like, she could have been home only twenty minutes beforehand, had a shower, and she sat down. The babysitter could have left. Mm. Yeah. Um. Or they probably need a full time nanny living. Absolutely. (laughs) So nanny's gone to bed, and uh, you know, um, I just reckon in three or four years, when this kid starts really putting some shit together. Like, he's going to really wonder what the hell his parents are doing, why he never sees them, and they're always in danger. I mean, sure, they don't ever get bruises. No one no one ever gets hurt in this show. Well, no, it's a CW. Yeah. There's no blood. No. <laughs> Except on the victims. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we wrap this up? I Do think it. so. Should we talk about our best and worst? I'll go first. My worst was Stretch Man saying uh, to Barry, we've got time to get these people, and... Barry going, no, we don't. It's just so shit. You did have time. That's just shit house. So that's my worst, my best. I'm just going to blanket say the flashbacks in Arrow of Slade uh, after the island. I just was blown away that the way they did that and that we didn't guess it as one of our guesses because we, we had a few lashes at it, <laughs> trying to work out what they were going to do. Yeah. Uh, I just really enjoyed it. I was I, It was unexpected and I was... Pleasantly surprised. (laughs) Terry. Me. My worst um, would be the multiple Harrys in Flash. It was just stupid. Yeah. So idiotic. It was stupid. Um, Excuse me. And my best was the uh, fight scene with Oliver outside. Being a boss. Oh, yeah. Taking him down. He was. Showing him what's what. He's good. He's very good. So good. Yeah. Yeah, um, oh, God, my worst is between your guys' options. I think it comes from earlier in the conversation of your option, Ben, where it's it's the quote, I think it was, you let her get away! I'm like, your, your power is speed. Run yeah. after her. Stupidity. Like, if that was just an unsaid thing, that's one thing. It's still bad. But when they actually put that in dialogue in the script, this guy who can run only fast isn't fast enough to catch it. 
fuck off. And my best is actually uh, a different version of yours, Terry. It's probably more of a singular moment than the actual like one-shot fight scene, which I know you're talking about outside. That was really cool. But there was one inside where he was snooping around inside the lair, and there were two guys looking for him. They thought they could hear something. And then it was just a wide shot, and Oliver like swings down from the roof. He kicks a bloke in the chest and then sort of uses the force as he kicks off that bloke's chest to tackle the other guy and then in midair, Black Widow style, spins around like 180 and as he does, manages to like twist himself above the guy's shoulder line and smash his head into the ground to take him down. It was just one really f***ing cool move. And I'm pretty sure, like wire work and everything, you messed else up that's your involved, pants. You messed up your pants. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure that it was Stephen Amell too. Like I'm sure they speed it up and it was wire work, but I'm pretty sure you saw his face and it wasn't CGI or anything. I'm pretty sure he actually did that stunt himself. I just assumed he did all of his. Oh, I'm sure he probably does a lot of it. Yeah. So it, I'm just saying, in case he doesn't do some of the really impressive stuff that they do need proper stunt guys for, he did this one, and I just thought it looked really cool. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Scores, everybody. Scores. I'm going to go first. Okay, tell us. Because you're all going to, like, die of shock. <laughs> I've already written it down. <laughs> okay. Uh, number one. Arrow. Yes, it is! <laughs> <laughs> yes! I bet I can guess your number two as well. But okay. Go. Uh, number, no, tell me. What is my number two? No, no. Oh, no, we'll go three, yeah, two, one, num- and then say it. All right. So it's like one, two, three, blah. Super good. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, I wish people could see the disappointment in your face, but yeah, funny. but you know that's what I was going to say. I've already written down three on uh, okay. Supergirl. All right, so Arrow one, yep. Supergirl, yep. Legends, yep. Flash, yep. Mitchell, um, I hate to disappoint Ben. I think the sun aspect of Arrow really brought me down. It had some higher moments than Supergirl. But yeah. lower moments than Supergirl. Supergirl was more consistent. So Supergirl's my number one of the week. Right, good. Arrow good. second. Yeah. And then like Terry, Legends, and then Flash at the bottom. I have to agree with Terry on oh! this one. Exactly. Arrow, Supergirl, Legends, and Flash. I mean, Flash, W-T-F-U. <laughs> Seriously. Just awful. 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 And as the weeks go on, I actually often think back to the Maddie rant. And at the end of that, we said, gun to your head, you hate all these shows, but if you had to watch one, and quick as a flash, he said, said the flash. flash. If he had to pick one to watch out of the four, he would watch the flash. He's out now, isn't he? He's not watching well, any of this, is he? As far as I know, he's not. Can you hit him up between now and next week, and we'll, we'll try to come back and see if he is watching it. If he still stands by that, <laughs> I'd be very surprised. It is I mean, the weakest so far. It's it's oh, it's, it's infuriating. Mm. Yeah, because oh, just silly silly decisions within an episode that could otherwise be okay, but just ultimately bring it down. I feel I'm. Mm. It's just the fourth season blues. I think I'm. I'm worried now for Supergirl and Legends once they hit next season. They'll both be in their fourth seasons. Yeah. Admittedly, Supergirl will only be in its third season at the CW, but still. Because it's funny, um, before we um, started chatting, I was saying to you, Mitchell, that we're currently watching House of Lies and we're into the fourth season of that. And we're like, "Eh, this isn't really that good. Mm. So maybe it is a season four How good is House of Lies? Well, it was. But season four, we're like, I really like this Is that the desert? Uh, Yeah, and he... Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and yeah. It just I th- I think it's five seasons, right? 
Yes. Yeah, the last... Just keep going. You're oh, right. we will. Yeah. But we've just it's slowed good. down. Like, we were watching... Ev- I think it does sort of just taper off a little bit. It gets be- a bit better, but it... Yeah. So, the overall winner this week by one point... Arrow? ...is Arrow. Yep. Yeah. Followed by Supergirl, Legends and Flash. So, there we go. We'll post those scores online for anyone interested. Made me a little bit worried, Excellent. too, with the end of Arrow. The way that uh, Deathstroke walked off into the smoke, the silhouette disappearing into the smoke, slightly in slow motion, and to, you know, a score that indicated we might not see him for a while. If ever. Oh, surely they'll bring him back at some point, but... Oh, that's nice. I was hoping. All right, well, Terry's getting messages or one of someone oh, is. My, my daughter sent me a text saying, I bought you something. Ooh. Ooh. That was nice of it. Maybe some afternoon mimosas by the pool. <laughs> Ooh. All right, until next week. Yes. Get into geek.com.